welcome back to the Clothes for Maintenance podcast. I'm so excited to bring you a second episode with our first guest. We have one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world, Kristen Feaster. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here. Me too. I'm I'm so excited for you. This Thank is you. this is amazing, and I'm loving I'm loving watching you blow in this air, baby. You're doing it. Thank you. <laughs> so when I first started coming up with the concept for the show, of course, I told you before anybody knew you were mm. actually the first person I shared mm. that I was going to do this podcast, and mostly because I feel like we're always kind of in the similar season. Always. Not just in business, but personal. being a mom and personal and our spiritual growth. And so I have had several guests that is coming on the show, but I was like, you know what? I need to have this conversation with Kristen because we're both in a season, I think, of becoming more self-aware mm. and really operating in who I believe God has called us to be outside of business. And it's translating in our business. So... I wanted to have you on the show. And I know it was super last minute. I literally hit you up last week. And I was like, can you record on this day? Um, well, let me check my collar, girl. Let me see what these babies got going on. Yeah, because yeah, it's their world. We just it's, live here. No, literally. That That's so. one thing I wish people would have told me about motherhood. Yeah. It's their world. You're just living it. We're just here. We're just for here. For sure. We're just- girl, the ghetto. <laughs> We did the not ghetto. read the fine print. That was the part of the commercial where they talk fast. Yes. And we wasn't hearing that part. We weren't hearing that part. We were just Girl. like, oh, babies. It and ain't it's like, nothing like that. No. no. But I'm grateful that you're here. And actually, you guys, this is a conversation that Kristen and I have already had to, in some capacity. I remember I was coming home from work one day, maybe about a month before this podcast mm-hmm. aired. And I don't even remember what our text message conversation was, but whatever it was, it prompted me to just pick the phone up and call you without it being on your schedule. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I hope yeah. she answers. Oh, this is perfect timing because the baby just went down. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't even care, honestly, if the babies weren't. Yeah. I just needed to talk to you in that moment about just kind of where I was in life and feeling incredibly responsible now for how I show up not just as an entrepreneur, but as a human Mm -hmm. and how just looking back at how we've affirmed certain things over the years, but actually living and believing it now Mm -hmm. and how it is very important to know who you are and be aware of who you are outside of all of the things that's in our resume Mm -hmm. or in our bio, because that's really what's going to catapult you to the next level. Mm -hmm. First of all, before we get into that, Introduce yourself, because I'm acting like y'all know who Kristen is. But as I said, Kristen is one of my good friends. But tell them who you are so that they know. Well, my name is Kristen Feaster. I am a entrepreneur. I am a wife. I'm a mom of two. And I am very passionate about soul care, self-care, and growing spiritually. And that's kind of where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't know what else to <laughs> I feel like right. we've talked and been on mm-hmm. each other's platforms so much. It's kind of like... They, they know they, you. They know They're like, I, y'all know me already. Don't <laughs> act like that. But for those who are listening and seeing you for the first time, I wanted them to get a little history. How we met real quick. I found Kristen on Instagram. She is the best photographer for black women. 
ever. And I was in that phase in my brand where I really didn't know what I was looking for. I just knew I needed some cute pics for Instagram. And so I hit her up and booked a shoot with her. And immediately I started learning from her from day one, like on how to pose, how to be confident behind the camera. And that literally grew our friendship. Mm -hmm. Like Kristen is one of my best friends because we talk about everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. And it's just the icing on the cake that we get to work together too. Mm -hmm. So she is the only one that takes my photos. We'll be the only one. She just does her thing. But anyway, that's how we met. Yeah. But back to our conversation that day, we were talking about self-awareness. And it reminds me of the moment you met Oprah. Mm. And oh, wow. you remember that? That's been four years. Tell us about that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it was the 2020 Vision Tour before the pandemic hit, before the world just shut down. Mm -hmm. And so it was just perfect timing because that was everything that I needed, not mm -hmm. knowing going into what we were about to deal with. And so we were on the front row. I think my mom and I, we went and... Someone else was actually on the stage talking because she brought on all these speakers and performers and stuff like that. And someone else was on the stage and what they were saying was just resonating with me so deeply. And you know how I am. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And Oprah was actually sitting on the side like she was just sitting like on the stairs to go up on the stage. Mm -hmm. And she was just engaging the audience and watching how people are connecting with the people who are on stage and stuff like that. And she looked at me and she was like, this is good, ain't it? I was like, Ooh. I can't imagine the tingles that <laughs> I was, was like, in your body. Like, that's so crazy. <laughs> I said, well, hold on. Oprah just spoke to, to me. you. And I, I was like, yes. And just kept listening. And then once it was over, she came out to the audience to go to the next segment or whatever. But she actually stopped and came to me, gave me a hug, like, one of those hugs that is just the warmest embrace mm -hmm. and said, I feel your energy. You have something special. And when she said that, I feel like my world just stopped for a moment to make sure that I could be present in, and that, like, moment. in that moment mm -hmm. and take whatever energy, whatever words that she was pouring into me, whatever it was, I needed that. Yeah, I needed that so deeply. And I was just I was blown away. I don't think I had any other words to say that the rest of the day. I was just like. You felt like you were floating all day after that. <laughs> all day. And, yeah. I, and I swear, if I didn't have the pictures to prove it, I don't think anybody no, would believe no, it. No, It's <laughs> one of those moments. It's, I, it's yes. one of those moments that most people don't get to experience. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, Oprah pretty much spoke life into mm -hmm. you and affirmed who you were. So imagine if we start believing mm. like something that I posted on social media a while back. It's like when you start seeing yourself like God sees you, everything changes. everything changes because we imagine ourselves as being like one person in a world of so many. What are the chances that we're going to meet Oprah's yeah. and mm -hmm. the people like in her caliber? Mm -hmm. What are the chances that we're going to be able to do things in this life that people dream of? Mm -hmm. And it starts with how we see ourselves. And seeing ourselves in the way that God sees us starts with being self-aware. And in order to be self-aware, I believe you have to do a whole lot of things yeah. in order to get there. And I feel like since your Oprah experience to now, you've grown so much 
Like you believe in yourself so much. I remember when we first started working together and you would question everything. Oh you were gosh. like, yeah. I don't know if I can do it. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> yes, you can. Like yes, it, you- I'm seeing you yeah. in a way that you weren't seeing yourself then. And to see you now operate, this girl got brand partnerships out the, I, I'm like, girl, how many collaborations you going to do this week? Literally, and it's because I believe you started to become more self-aware yeah. and saying, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This Best. is who I'm going to work with. Best. This is not who I'm going to work mm-hmm. with. I can do this much. I have the capacity to do this, but I don't have the capacity to do that. Absolutely. And when you start operating in that way, I just think it changes what you attract. Mm-hmm. It changes the opportunities. I'm telling you, you went from like Zero mm-hmm. partnerships to you seem like you have a new partnership or collaboration every week on Instagram. So y'all make sure y'all go run up the likes on my girls. Please like, comment and share, please. <laughs> yes. So just being aware and seeing yourself how God sees you yeah. in this season, I think for all of us is super important. Do you have any things that you started implementing um, to become more self-aware? That's a good question. To be honest with you, I had to sit with myself and reflect on my actual weaknesses because I think that's how you become self-aware. Like, okay, how are you being disobedient? How are you procrastinating? Mm -hmm. How are you being unproductive? Things like that. I had to really, because baby, one time I just, I felt like I was on the go, doing all the things, traveling here and there when I was heavy in photography, but I just felt so lost and unproductive and burnt out all the time. And I was like, something's not aligning. What's going on? And it took a lot of self-reflecting to figure out what is me? What do I like? What is good for me? What is actually serving me? Mm-hmm. And what do I need to change? Yeah. But yeah, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of self-reflection. And then once you become self-aware of those things, it's like, okay, you need to work on it. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a different thing from like, okay, you know this about yourself, but what are you actually doing to change it? Yeah. So you got to have those hard truths and hard talks with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know you ain't supposed to be eating that. Exactly. You, you know? <laughs> like pretend everybody's watching and that mm-hmm. this is not a big secret. Mm-hmm. So yeah, being aware and doing something about it is for sure important. And you will start to see the changes yeah. when you are not just talking, but you're walking. Yeah. Seriously, because I had to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Look at what I'm not good at. Look at how I'm wasting time because mm-hmm. I was wasting a lot of time. I just could not believe some of the things I was doing and pushing things off that didn't yeah. need to be pushed off. Yeah. There's like a real fine line between giving yourself grace and making excuses because girl... Ooh, can we talk about that? <laughs> Girl, but being aware with yeah. yourself and your patterns enough to mm-hmm. acknowledge that and mm-hmm. do something that goes against the grain and it's very uncomfortable. Like mm. today, I wanted to cancel yeah. this whole thing yeah. because life is lifing. But it's like, how do I expect to ask God to put me on big stages and I can't even handle life getting in the way of my schedule? Mm-hmm right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. And feeling an intense responsibility. Like I said, I have to show up for you guys. I have to show up in this season because this is what God has given me and it's a blessing. So being self-aware, sitting with yourself, like you said, and just believing that you belong in bigger arenas. Like we say it, but do we really believe it? Listen, let me tell you. So I don't even think I told you this before because I was like, okay, people 
if I tell people that I met Oprah, they're really not going to believe me. No. But they're really not going to believe this. So my mom and I stayed at the hotel, like within walking distance of the venue for the tour. And we were all all night after the tour. Like we went to go get some of the eat, had a few drinks and danced at the hotel. They had a little concert thing downstairs mm-hmm. in the hotel lobby. And we were just hanging out, having mom yeah. and girl time. Well, the next morning, we're about to check out. And the bellman comes to our room and grabs our things. And he was like, but how was your stay? Did you enjoy everything? He was like, yes, the Oprah was phenomenal. It was just so amazing. And it was like, well, now that she's gone, I can tell you, she was across the hall from you. No way. In the hotel? In the hotel. I said, so we basically had a sleepover with Oprah because I could have knocked on her door. <laughs> or walked out and she was walking out. Girl. But that, to go back to the point where she said that we deserve to be in these big spaces and these big arenas, like, that right there showed me that if she can do it, I can do it too. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Y'all staying literally We're in the same in hotel. The same, you know what I mean? And to see her story, the where she came mm-hmm. from, if she can do it, anybody can do it. Anybody yep. can do it. You mm-hmm. just have to be persistent. You have to be consistent. You have to be... Self-aware. Self-aware. And I think about what you just said, how you wanted to quit this whole thing today. And I feel like just as much as we are self-aware and we know our weaknesses, the enemy does too. Ooh. You feel me? Girl, and so yeah. it's like those times, that's when we have to lean more onto, into God because the enemy is going to attack our weaknesses. He knows mm-hmm. where to go. He knows, mm-hmm. okay, where she would normally shut down. Mm-hmm. Let me push a button. Mm-hmm. Let me put this on her mm-hmm. plate. Let me put this distraction here. Yeah. And I am learning how to become so much more aware of those situations to where it's like, okay, this is the enemy. This isn't God. Mm -hmm. This is the enemy. This is not my truth. Mm -hmm. This isn't my facts. So yeah, I just, I'm proud of you for not quitting. (laughs) The ghetto. Um, It was was real ghetto this morning. Like, but Again, and we keep going back to Oprah because I think she's a great example. Like you said, she has to have such an incredible level of awareness of a lot of things in order to be who she is. And oftentimes people wait until they get very successful to work on those things. And I think the difference between me, you and everybody else Mm -hmm. is going to be that we're aware enough to know what we need to work Mm -hmm. on while we're working towards the bigger goal. And that requires a lot of work. And I think we're both living in what it means to see ourselves as God sees us because of what's happening in our lives. I mean, a lot has been happening recently, and I'll also share my almost surreal moment that just recently happened. So I've known Lauren Reidinger. Lauren is the co-founder of MarketAmericaShop.com, and Lauren is a billionaire. I met Lauren back in 2013 on the Internet. I had just gotten to like writing. And I submitted one of my stories to her website. She had like a blog. And I just went in it thinking, oh, I'm just going to submit one story. Lauren reached out to me and asked me to become a guest blogger for her website. This was in 2013. So I started submitting stories to her. And of course, back then, confidence wasn't what it is now. Just trying stuff to see what stakes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I think I want to be a writer, Mm -hmm. which has worked out for me. But Still very not confident compared to what I am now. So not seeing myself as God saw me. So I went into it just asking for one blog post. Not walking into it like this could be a partnership or 
just not aware of what I wanted, who I was or any of those things. So you act like that. Right. So start writing for her blog. And then she eventually invited me to come to one of their conferences and be her guest. So it was like complete VIP treatment. Got to be with her in a dressing room every day. But I think back to then, I did not leverage that experience the way I should have because I was not self-aware. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was looking to do. I didn't believe I deserved to be in the dressing room with a billionaire. Looking back at it now, I was very much so quiet, afraid to say anything. And yes, that was a great opportunity, but I did not leverage it in the way that I should have because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I liked, what I didn't like. Here we are now, 10 years later. <laughs> Lauren and I have stayed connected through Instagram here and there. I'll comment. She'll write me back. 10 years later, Lauren went on a Blueprint for Success tour. I seen she was going to be in Charlotte. And I knew I had to be in the room with her again. I know what I'm looking for. I know what kind of people I need in my life. I know what kind of people I deserve to be in rooms with now. So I see she's going to be in Charlotte. I hit her up and I'm like, hey, is this only for Market America business partners? And she said, no, you're welcome to come. So I go there really just wanting to hear her speak again. I think everybody should hear Lauren speak at least once in your life. That was my only intention. I get there. I check in. I get there early. I check in and I just go to sit down and have my coffee by the bathroom. And this lady walks up to me. Come to find out she is the VP for clinical education and product development for Market America. She knew who I was. She walked up to me and she's like, are you Natasha? And I'm on the <laughs> phone with a friend at the time. And he's like, go ahead and talk. Because he keeps hearing like, and he's like, go ahead and talk. Because I hear she probably knows you. So I hang up. She sits next to me. She's like, yeah, Lauren told us you were coming. And I just want to make sure that you're well taken care of. Would you like a coffee or anything? What? So now I'm like, the old me wants to crawl in the yeah, shell and yeah. like, this can't be. Mm -hmm. But I embraced it. And I'm like, these people know who I am. Mm -hmm. So she brings me a coffee. We start talking about this podcast. And we talked about the kidney transplant and blah, blah, blah. She introduces me to other people. And she's like, well, Lauren has a seat for you up in the front. And I'm like, a seat for me? Wild. Sat right behind Lauren. It was in that moment. Even though I know her, mm -hmm. mind-blowing, because the experience is totally different mm -hmm. 10 years later. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, we get to the end of the event. She asked to exchange phone numbers with me so that we can connect. Wow. And God knows, I don't know what's going to come of it. Yeah. But the fact that I believe that I belong in Lauren's phone mm -hmm. and that I can add just as much value to Lauren's life as she can add to mine. Even though my bank account doesn't look like hers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am in the room with her and it's because I'm aware, I know what I'm looking for. And that's why you won't see me at all the events. That's why you won't see me having conversations with everybody. It's because when you understand and see yourself, how God sees you, everything changes. So it comes down to the question, I think, of who do you really think you are? And not in a smart way, like growing up, yeah. who do you think you are? Yeah, no, yeah. but like for real, who do you think you are? Yeah. Ooh, that's good. That's good, Patty. But you know... Ooh. That just goes to show, like, you are deserving of all good things mm -hmm. that you speak on. Mm -hmm. She not only did did y'all keep in contact, but she made space for you. Made space, yeah. That's wild. She sees me how God sees me. Yes. So if she can, 
you have to constantly do the work yeah. to believe that because you attract what you believe. It's like we say things with our mouth, but does our heart align with it? That's good. That's good. And your tongue is powerful. Talk about it. Words are powerful. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in the thick of postpartum depression, everything that I was saying was negative. Mm-hmm. I don't have this. I, I don't have time for this. I, I'm, I'm depressed. I have so much anxiety. I don't, I'm isolated. Like I was saying so many negative things where it's like, okay, the things that you're saying is what you're attracting as well. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it's important for us to remember even though when you're going through hard things and hard times, that you also must speak life mm-hmm. and speak what you deserve because what you speak, you're going to attract. Mm-hmm. And when Oprah came and said those words to me, even then, I was going through a rough time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like God places people in certain situations in your life or graceful reminders, like mm-hmm. who you are. Like the way we see ourselves sometimes it's not how God sees us. Right. But he needs to remind you that's not who you are. This, this is, is who, who you are. are. This is who you are. And, and a lot like, of times, yeah, it goes beyond how you feel. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. Baby. <laughs> you could be like, oh, just exhausted, tired, like you. Like this whole week, you did a lot. Mm-hmm. But God placed this on your heart. God knew that this was the right time for you. So whatever else is going on that's trying to distract you, it's like you got to remember who God said you are. You yeah. can handle this. I can handle this it. This is your time. Mm-hmm. You were created for this. Mm-hmm. So I think as you continue to surround yourself with people who can pour life into you and create space for you, mm-hmm. those are just constant reminders. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I deserve. This is where I belong. Yeah, for sure. So I'm happy for you and everything that you're doing Thank you. because I see you walking in confidence. And maybe it's because I've known you now for a while and I've seen the old Kristen mm-hmm. and this new one. Ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's just beautiful to watch. And I just hope that we can continue to set the examples that your physical surroundings might not align with what you want. But in order to get to that, you have to believe that you belong in better places. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally. Mentally. You deserve to be mentally sound. You deserve to be mentally confident and know and can confidently say this is not who I am so I'm not going to accept this Mm -hmm. and this is who I am and I deserve to be here even though my bank account might not look like Mm -hmm. it even though my physical surroundings may not look like it Mm -hmm. y'all I'm living with my mom right now Mm -hmm. am I comfortable absolutely Mm -hmm. not every week I want to go get my own place but I'm literally making sacrifices in order for me to afford this production I got to save money. It's literally the most uncomfortable I've ever been. And I just have to remember that I have to operate in who I am, not what what it looks like around me. So I just hope that this conversation blesses somebody and gets you to believing in yourself more. Mm -hmm. And go past your feelings, man. Feelings feelings are going to rob a lot of people it's not your truth not feelings are not your truth it's not Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's you gotta push not. through it push push through it and lean Ooh, 
lean on God. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. That's the only way you'll get through it. For sure. Way. Yeah. And having friends and people in your circle who, mm-hmm. when you're feeling defeated, like this morning, for example, you sent the most, hey guys, you want me to stop and get your coffee? <laughs> if you had came into this all drab and like, okay, whatever. I couldn't because I knew how you were feeling. I was so defeated this morning. Yeah. I literally, like, I wanted to cancel and say, well, I don't even care how much money I spent. <laughs> I just am not doing this today. Mm-hmm. And so just having people around you too that can remind you who you are is very important. So... Thank you, Kristen, for hanging out with me. I hope that this conversation does what it needs to do and reaches what it needs to reach. And I thank you for being a part of my story and for just always pouring into me. I just appreciate you. I love you. Love you too. Now tell the people how they can connect with you and all that you've got going on. You are doing a lot. So you can follow me mostly on Instagram at this is Pay Marie, and I have a lot of things coming up, especially for mom. So please follow me and stay tuned for what's to come. Love it. Thank you, girl. So yeah, follow Kristen everywhere. Connect with her. There's plenty more of these types of conversations. So of course she'll be back on the podcast many times. So this is just one little conversation of many. Right. And my goal is obviously to bring y'all behind the scenes as I grow and as I do things. And so self-awareness and having Kristen in my circle has been a huge part of my close for maintenance journey so I thank y'all for watching and listening make sure you subscribe everywhere podcasts are available make sure you leave a review like y'all have been coming through with the reviews like seriously and I'm doing a giveaway right now so make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on the close for maintenance Facebook page all the information will be in the description and yeah until the next time I'll see y'all soon. Bye.